Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, your hot host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and not hot in that way. I'm hot because I just came up from the damn laundry. It has been a morning, folks. I've been running here, there, and everywhere. I already got my 6,000 steps in. And we are here for your entertainment, folks. Uh, listen, we have a great show. We are down one body. Unfortunately, Daniel cannot be here today. We will try and get a fourth body. If we can't, it's okay. We're going to shorten up the show because C-Money has a meeting that he has to get to at 2. So he needs uh, you know, to, to, to bounce exactly at 2. But we have an amazing show, folks. We're going to spend the next you know, 95, 100 minutes. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter show than two hours, probably around the 145 mark. We're going to get uh, outros and get everyone out of here. But we have a lot to get into. Uh, one of the things I was talking to the guys prior to going live is this stigma that the media and the PlayStation community seem to have, uh, you know, uh, gathered their forces to try and hold Xbox down no matter what they do. And obviously, we've seen that because there's a new report that comes out of the way of um, of where you know some some of the best and worst reviews have been put out there. And uh, folks, uh, it turns out uh, that uh, Starfield is being rated by the community worse than Fallout 76. Metacritic seems to have dropped the ball, um, and unfortunately. What's interesting and, and, and what's a bit of a conundrum, um, you know, everyone suggests that Metacritic is their own entity. They do their own thing. But when Horizon Forbidden West was reviewed bomb by, of course, the, you know, the Xbox negative community that would not want to see this game succeed. I recall Umbra quite promptly that Metacritic stepped in and removed all of the BS uh, they actually went through all of them and physically removed the troll reviews. They have not done mm -hmm. that with Starfield. Pretty interesting when you start to wonder who's buttering the bread of Metacritic. Now, Grant, folks, this is not tinfoil hat time. I could care less. I got five days in the game. So what someone else says doesn't matter to me. But Umbra, let's. Uh, how how are you doing? And 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 what a way to open up the show when you know we are seeing uh, some things done one way for one group and not so much for the other. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Good morning, boom. Good morning, see money. Good morning, chat. Uh, I hooved hooligans. I've been up to their tricks again. The hooved hooligans. Ooh, I love hooligans. it. See when now they when they're just on Twitter trolling their hooved brothers because they could probably find some common ground with them, right? But when they're doing tricks like going to review bomb, that's when they become hooligans. They're hooved hooligans at that point. So this is sad, man, because, you know, one thing I don't do is I don't hate on games. So if I'm playing something that's on PlayStation, even though I prefer Xbox, I'm never going to be like, let me just down talk this game because it's not on Xbox to, you know, make it look worse than what it is. Like, who does that? I think that's a mental problem. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, no, I I, I I think that when you say that, I, I know that you're not being facetious or you're being light with it, mm -hmm. but you do have to ask yourself, are there mental issues? Because, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to get into it because Rebs Gaming, who has been on a tear, not only by playing Starfield and showing some amazing screenshots and videos of things that he has done, he's been on a tear kind of calling this stuff out. It's, um, it's and, crazy. And, uh, 
you know, I, we we have a we have a lot to get into specifically mm-hmm. on what he had to say, and of course, then we're going to then segue into why this is actually happening. Because when you really take a broad stroke to what is going on with Xbox, uh, when you look at the deals that they are currently making with Square Enix and Sega and Capcom, and they just you know there's a, there's a there's a, uh, a you know a cloud deal with Ubisoft. We don't know exactly what that's going to bring to the Xbox gaming community. Is it Ubisoft plus in the service? Is it going to be some exclusive content? We don't know. And on top of that, um, bro, they already have the Western RPG market locked down. And that is without closing ABK, which is going to close next oh, week. Beautiful, is, beautiful thing. You know, a beautiful thing, and it's a scary yeah. thing for these 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 you know, hooligans. Absolutely, that's why they're <laughs> that's why they're attacking like this. They're like, we'll be damned if you enjoy your game over there while we can't get it. That's the that's their mindset. But you know, I was going to say as far as what I've been up to, I have put in over three hundred hours into Starfield. Wow, and I I loved it. Um, at first I was at a nine. I'm gonna be really really honest. I took it to an eight point five. Okay, that's fair. That's very fair. Spectacular game. I still loved it. There are some things that added up over time though that made point. You know, so I still think that's fair. Eight point five. Um, that said, I am in New Game Plus now, and uh, I'm gonna get to New Game Ten just to see what happens. And wow. But wow. I like it. I think it's one of their best stories. I do agree with that. Gunplay solid, all those things. There's just some things that I, I think accumulated over time that maybe take off a half a point. But uh, yeah, playing a bit of that in Party Animals. And if you all are not playing that, you are doing yourself a disservice. It's an excellent community game. You, you all can use it for a game night and such like that. I played it with a bunch of friends. And uh, man, we had a ball. I mean, we were giggling and laughing and screaming like kids or something like that playing that game. So we had a, a fun time with that. I would definitely highly recommend that. I also played it on a Rock Ally. The thing is, though, it's not on Xbox PC, but uh-huh. you play it through cloud. And it, when I played it through cloud, it played flawlessly. You know? Wow. Okay. Nice. Cloud works, man. Yeah, just cloud a bit works. of artifacting yeah. here and there, just a bit of artifacting, but it was still really, really solid. Well, I mean, listen, we're all playing it. I, I, I wasted three. I was telling the guys I wasted three hours landing on this particular planet that it's the one of the few planets that you can find where aluminum meets iron. And what you can do on this particular planet is where you find the line of where they meet. You can drop down extractors on the left and drop down extractors on the right. And you can, of course, level up by building things with this aluminum and iron. Uh, it's 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 not a quote unquote trick. I don't think even think it's considered an exploit, but it's a way to level up very quickly. And I have the planet. I've landed on it, I think, fifteen times this morning. And I can find one very prevalent, but I can't find the other. And I looked in the map exactly where the guy says, and I, I'm just missing it. So I wasted three hours of trying to start building this this base with all these extractors so I can level up like a demon. But it's fine. It's fine. I can can help you with that, Boom. I I use that 
that trick, if you will. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm level 36. Yeah. Um, I'm taking on my ship is really, really good. I'm, I'm, I'm knocking out uh, ships that are 45, 46, 45. I mean, 47. Uh, so it's, it's the ship I have is great. I, I'm, I'm pretty powerful. I have some great weapons, but I gotta find that one thing. So maybe if you can superimpose the map and show me where to go, so be greatly appreciate. What you want to do is you just look for the part that has the mountain area versus mm. the the flat surface the flat surface and you're not going to see if you don't have your uh scanning leveled up you're not I just i just leveled it up for the first time okay so, so you might be able to see it then possibly but do right. you see aluminum and iron on the map when you look at it yes yes i do mm -hmm. okay so then you can just try to get in between that but look for the mountainous region and the flat surface i've got the name of it at the terrain or whatever and in between where you see aluminum and iron at uh go for the mountainous part and put it in between that as close as you can and if you do that you will find them really near each other right there i've done it in several i did five different outpost areas so I, it definitely works well look uh, we we, we, like we, we, we yeah it's it, it we, we're, we're, we'll get into it i, I do want to you know like i said uh get get into some of the topics uh we, I, I could talk about starfield all day folks hopefully you can as well and you haven't tuned out already but see money What's up, brother? How you are? How you feeling? You and the missus knocked it out of the park on Sunday with Web Dave. You and the missus, FYI, folks, will be making their debut not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday on Primetime Gaming. The dynamic duo known as Doodle, Doodle, and of course, C Money are going to make their de uh, debut. Cannot wait for that. How you feeling? Feeling great, man. Feeling great. You know, glad to be here. You know, get to hang with you and Umbra. It's a good time, man. I'm feeling blessed. Got my doodle in the chat. Nice. Everybody's good. Happy yes. times, man. Happy times. For well, sure. Well, you know what? Let's let's rip off the band-aid, folks. Uh, and let's get it, let's get into it. So Rebs Gaming um has uh has put out a tweet as he does. Uh, and if you don't know who Rebs Gaming is, you probably should follow him because he constantly puts out some really good posts, but he's been on a tear when it comes to Starfield. And he put out a post uh, that I just want to read verbatim. Now, uh, Culture Crave uh, is the one that reported this yesterday and says uh, Starfield's rating has dropped below Fallout, 70, Fallout 76 on SteamDB. Now, SteamDB is obviously uh, the it's a community based, you know, it, it's it's user reviews. And uh, according to Culture Crave, it is now the lowest rated Bethesda game ever we all know that's a load of bs right but uh rebs gaming responds to this uh umbra and he says it's called review bombing as someone who spends a lot of time playing and covering starfield i know this rating is far from being an accurate representation of starfield starfield is an awesome game and one of bethesda's best games yet now why i want to continue before i hand over the mic to you is I want to shout out Mr. Joanna Dark. Now, Mr. Joanna Dark is an amazing community member. He's a part of our DM for the Xbox Factor podcast. And obviously, he responded to that in kind. And it's what he said, Umbra, that made me go, hmm. Because Horizon Forbidden West, for its flaws, is a gorgeous, atypical Sony game. Now, I, I prefer... For uh, uh, the first Horizon versus Forbidden West. I'm an OG. I like what they did with Aloy. I like the story. I like the DLC very much. 
something about two just didn't resonate with me the same way. It has probably a lot to do with the bugs. I lost in three different uh, occasions an hour plus worth of play. And I got so sick of it that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to come back to it until they fix it. They did fix it. I just unfortunately never went back to it because there's not enough time in a day to play some of the games that I have in front of me. Um, but what he said, and this is this is where you start to wonder. Like I said, folks, I, I know that there's going to be people in the chat and be like, ah, oh, boom, you're crazy. Take off the tinfoil hat, brother. The aliens are not coming. But there is something to be said about a market leader who has who has done in the past and used really filthy tactics to get their get the word out that their box is the best. And listen, I take nothing away from Sony's marketing and take nothing away from their first-party prowess. They've put out some amazing games, but we're starting to see, specifically, Umbra, with Starfield, where the butter, where the bread is buttered. So he says, what's said about this is that Metacritic went in for Horizon Forbidden West and removed all review bomb reviews. They even went to Twitter to let people know that they would do this. Um, but Umbra, they have not done that for Starfield. They have let it go, and they continue to let it go. So what's actually happening here, Umbra? I mean, I feel like maybe Microsoft isn't as, as aggressive. Punitive, if you will, if that's even a punitive. word. Like, yeah, punitive. You know, I, I, maybe they're not as aggressive in trying to get their game cleared as Sony Woods. I believe, by the way, doesn't Sony own uh, Metacritic? Or is you it, know what? I, I'm, thinking I honest... rotten, I'm thinking of Rotten Tomatoes. Never mind. Okay. Uh, I say, I, I, this I is SteamDB, right? This is not Metacritic, yes. right? This is SteamDB. Yeah, no, it's, it, I'm well, sorry. It, it, both. It's, yeah, it, yeah. Both yeah. places? So Steam yeah. itself and on uh, um, Metacritic, of course. But Metacritic is what they did it on where they took off Horizon's bad review bombings and took it off to take the average back to where it should be uh yeah no i i think maybe microsoft is kind of like whatever just let it stand i would not be that way no me I would, either. No. yeah i would be very absolutely proactive and in, in absolutely sure they correct that nature because i just don't i just don't appreciate that for one I, I think it's just it's honestly mental i would say childish but no that's something i think something has to be wrong with you if you sit there and say i'm going to create a hundred plus Hell, if you create five different accounts to go and try to review bomb something, something is wrong with you. I'm going to be honest. And I don't care. I got one for you. I, I got one for you yesterday. I actually responded to this one. Someone put out there on the socials. Again, no names here, folks, because we don't throw anybody under the bus. Even if they're a-holes, we don't do that here. No bullying, right? They wrote that they went and bought Starfield All that. just to give it a bad review and then returned it. For their full refund and was laughing like laughing emojis and i'm like you're 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 a sick person like honestly you, you may need to sit down on the couch and and figure some things out because i'm I just saying they had a time limit on when you bought it how long you had to play it before you could review it i don't know i don't know, I'm I don't know. yeah somebody. i'm not too sure but i know that for instance with with steam you can buy the game literally buy the game maybe i don't think you even need to play it but they i saw some people with as low as one hour in it and were like disgusting uh you know you can't fly into space like you can with uh no man's sky and then they'll review they'll drop that review 
multiple times different you know possibly with that same account and refund it each time and get the money back so that's their fail safe is to get their refund so yeah these people are are, are clowns and this one guy in particular um calls himself the alpha pony you all may have seen that one that's shit. the alpha pony yeah that's scary wild. so this guy himself literally admits it and to the red dragon he says i rebought the game just to leave a bad review and refunded it again so he did it multiple times and he left a, a really neg negative nasty review on it you see what i mean so this is this this is what we're dealing with here yeah he calls himself the alpha horse via yeah, the pony though uh black john but yeah this is what we're dealing with right here and i think it's it's unfortunate because to me when i see this type of behavior like that how do you improve from that where do we go you're only going to keep going further down the the you know the hole if you will because now xbox guys are going to return in the favor with spider-man when it comes out you see what i mean and it's just going to keep going from there that's that's what i don't care for um you know i don't know i feel like there has to be some way around it uh as far as refunding yeah, are. they can do it they can yeah. Do things to stop it, but they don't want to because the same reason why IGN will go and give them a seven, Metacritic, all these, they don't care the review is left. All they care is that somebody's on the site because then they can use that I for marketing this, and add dollars. They don't yeah. want to shut it down. They because you know what will happen if they shut that down, then another one will spring up. Some other place will pop up where you can go leave these bad reviews, and that's what will happen. So yeah, for but, them, yeah. they just want to leave it be, and it's bull. Yeah, you I know, think they want. I think they want to leave it be, and I think that's the problem. I think that's yeah. the wrong approach. I think they should be aggressive in in correcting that. They put all this money into this game, be it from the delays, be it from the marketing, whatever it is. You don't allow some wayward, uh, hooved hooligans to come around and and denigrate it and put it down. I just don't think you do that. They need to be up at talking to Steam uh whomever else yes uh metacritic whomever else is there running it and say hey listen these are problematic and i think there needs to be overhaul in general specifically with metacritic at least with steam you have to buy the game i'll give them that but yes I, but i think it's a problem if you could buy it multiple times and refund it multiple times which he's not the only one that said he did it so right. there's there are other tweets i'm looking at the people said they did this so that needs to be corrected. I, I said before, me and Risk and, and the gang were talking about it, and I said, I think Steam's is the better metric of how it should be done, but they need to tighten it up too. Maybe make it till you have to have, I don't know, let's say 10 hours in a game. And if you get to the 10 hour point, you can't try to ask for a refund. <laughs> or maybe it's it 10 hours a, and it you should be a percentage. It should be a percentage of the reported game length. Mm -hmm. So it shouldn't be you can just re like play a, a massive game that's a hundred hours and, and play for 15 minutes and be like, this is trash. Zero. Exactly. Right. Like that shouldn't be because you can't do 10 hours because if there's a short game that's four hours and you that's beat the true. whole game. You know what I'm saying? So, but it should be a percentage <laughs> straight, straight. based off the yeah, right. <laughs> it should be a percentage based off the game reported of the year, straight, by the way. Not me. Honestly, know, right? please. The the bottom half <laughs> of the review scale should not even be like in use. No game ever qualifies for it. There's very rarely ever a game that's a one or a zero, or you know what I'm saying? Like, why even allow that type of 
type type of reveal because you know that that's just straight up someone being facetious right someone yes, trying to be 100%. be an asshole because nobody there's no game in the world that gets a zero exactly not yeah. nonsense like that it's like come on and now i it's think stupid. yeah and i think they some of the reviews i saw gave it like uh yeah i think you're right matter of fact let me check to make sure yeah i'm looking at them now right so okay so some of these guys at least one guy has 54 hours so i'll give him that much one had 4.6 one had an hour and not 1.9 and another had 1.6 you see what i mean yeah like that shouldn't be acceptable see it is your mind it, good it's, or? it's you know you know i you know what i think ultimately is the funniest thing about this besides the the, the sh- shenanigans of the hooves uh hooligans as you like to call them which i think i'm going to use from now on so thank you so much for that is the fact that they tried and they still didn't stop the behemoth right they tried their damnedest to get this done and they failed ultimately they failed and I think that is what is hilarious. Um, it's it's again, it, it it's a shame because it's not going to just stop. Someone actually just said it in the uh, in in the chat that they think that this is going to continue to Forza. And I and, and you know something to be honest mm-hmm. with you, I, I I I don't doubt it. To be honest, it I, is. I I just I just don't doubt it. And if you do see that, folks, these are the sites that you're going to have to put on the pain of mind list. Like even uh, like IGN is probably going to have that. Um, British reviewer that did Forza uh, Horizon Five do the review. He's a, he's like a gearhead, so I would imagine uh, yeah. that you know the, the U.S. Good. version. It should be is, safe there. It should be safe there. But there is, uh, I can tell you. Listen, folks, I I don't have a review copy. I I don't. I'm not doing the review, but I can tell you what I o- automatically going to know. Well, you know, we waited X amount of years and, you know, even though it does look really good and it handles, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's still just another Forza game. Right. I can hear that that now. And the guy named, the guy's name is Luke Riley, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Riley. So uh, I would imagine that, you know, he, he obviously gave um, uh, Forza Horizon 5 a 10 out of 10, which it obviously deserved because it was an amazing experience, but Mm -hmm. Um, what we're going to do, Umbra, is uh, we're going to transition this into what is ultimately, uh, I think, at the root of the problem, and that is fear. Fear that Microsoft isn't going to be that bullied kid that's just hanging out and everyone p- picks on him. But before we get to that, I do want to get C-Money's opinion on this. C-Money, look, obviously, um, there are two different tales being told here. Um, and obviously, Metacritic and uh, you know came in when uh, a lot of really terrible. Listen, every community has terrible groups of people, and there are people on the Xbox side that just absolutely loathe PlayStation. They don't. They never had a PlayStation. You tell them, you ask them, they bleed green, and they will go out and review bomb. Do I accept that? Absolutely not. If you, if you're doing for one, you got to do for the other. I do not like the review bomb situation. Like I know people are, are like loading up their accounts for Spider-Man 2. Good on you, man. Instead of just playing the game, is that what you want to do? Okay, listen, I'm not going to hate on you. I'm not going to talk bad about you, but I'm just saying that that is that in that might be there might be some inherent problems there because listen, they're going to Spider-Man is going to sell the same way Starfield is sold. As a matter of fact, it was reported yesterday that uh, that Starfield is poised to make a billion dollars folks 
And that's a, this is a game that is available in two different services, one on PC and one on Xbox. So, I mean, think about that for a second. That is just bonkers. Um, but see, Money, look, we, we saw Metacritic step up to help uh, Horizon Forbidden West, and they pulled all of the negative comments. We saw them do that on Steam as well. Steam DB was like, listen, zeros, these are, these are nonsense. They wiped them away. But we have not seen that with Starfield. Now, again, I personally don't care because, you know, it's I have five days and I'm probably going to have 10 days like my brother before I'm done actually with this game because I am taking my time and enjoying everything about it. Like I'm five days in. I'm just now building bases. Yes. Like that is just crazy. Right. So I do want to get your 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 hot take on this. When, When does someone say enough's enough? I think I think the problem right now for Xbox is I think they still see themselves even though they have this huge, you know, future ahead of them where they they should be making these humongous moves. Um I feel like they still feel like they don't want to ruffle feathers in some of these places because mm. they're still the small fry in the in the sea right now when it comes to the numbers, you know, the sales numbers um in general as far as how many consoles are out there and things like that they're still the smaller entity and i think that they just don't they don't want to risk upsetting an ign or these people which is crazy which i mean i would have slapped everybody up already um but i mean i can see their approach you know they're doing big investments in this and the same way they didn't just do what we all felt like they should have done and just closed over the cma right like they want to find like kind of the diplomatic route of handling these things. Um, and, you know, I think that I think for them, the way they look at it is that they're going to get to a point where it can't be denied the consistent quality level that they're going to be outputting. And I think that that's what they're banking. I think they're banking on the fact that they already know that this, the machine is starting and starting this year, next year, we're just going to be, it's nonstop at that point where we're just being getting that higher level of quality on a consistent basis on top tier, you know, triple A experiences. Right. Um, so I feel like that's why Microsoft doesn't step in. Um, you know, I said it already, but the reason I don't think Metacritic or steam is going to step in in this case is because for this situation, they want the people to, to engage on their platform. And even if it's in a negative way, they're still getting that engagement, which still turns into real dollars for them, right? And that's that's essentially where they sit on it. Because you know, as far as um, Horizon and all that other stuff, you know, th- that's a PlayStation property, right? So there's probably not as many uh, people coming in to do that stuff to go review and bomb over there. And you know, again, PlayStation's the biggest place. So do you want to upset the PlayStation? uh player base right like that's what these people are are worried about right that's the stupid shit that they're concerned about um meanwhile you know i for one just like you said like i'm playing star wars i'm star wars starfield love starfield it's you know why i said star wars because that's the level of quality uh at that franchise will become starfield is gonna be huge bro they're gonna it, go- is, it is literally just the tip of the spear when it comes to xbox game studios yeah i agree yep todd howard already kind of uh in one of the interviews he did kind of hinted at the idea that there can be a future where you have you know movies or tvs in the starfield mm-hmm. 
you know, situation. So, um, you know, the, 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 the road ahead is, you know, paved with gold for Xbox. Like this is, there's so much to look forward to that everyone um, can get behind um, that at some point, you know, it's just going to be stupid to, to fight it. Right. Like these other companies is going to be so ridiculous. I mean, obviously they still can, but at that point it won't matter because the, the players will start to move. Right. We got to remember that the hardcore fan base if you think that uh, PlayStation has 120 or 140 million hardcore PlayStation fans, you're absolutely out of your mind. Yeah. You're out of your mind because the way you know is you go ahead and take the biggest selling non-Marvel game that PlayStation put out and how high were those sales? What, 15, 20 million, if that, maybe 25 or something yeah. like that? Out of 120 million, out of 140 million consoles, that tells you very easily that there's 90 to to 80 million people who buy a PlayStation just because it's the cool thing to do, and they yeah, could have very it, it, easily it's, it's cool console. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. They could have very easily bought the Xbox had the narrative been in their favor, right? Because they're not showing up for the the exclusives, which theoretically is the only reason you would pick one box over the other, right? Right. So if if you're not showing up for the exclusives, then what are you? What does it matter to you where you play, right? Exactly. And as no. Game Pass continues to grow and become more and more relevant, and we're talking literally the day Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty drops into a Game Pass situation, that's the most relevancy it will ever have. People yes. are going to. It's going to be everywhere. You're gonna you're gonna see a turn of. You got to remember, people. The, 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 I know that there's two there's there's two sides to this conversation. See, money people are going to be like, well, people aren't going to abandon their their game libraries. But you see, here's the thing: um, I have a feeling that this is going to be a, a console generations where multiple homes are going to have multiple consoles. But I'm telling you right now, the casuals don't care. They buy they a game, and usually they're buying the disc version. They're not buying the digital version. They're buying the disc version because they're going to their GameStop and their Target and their Walmart and their Best Buy and they're buying the new Call of Duty. When Call of Duty, the $70, $76.43 here in New Rochelle drops in the Game Pass, you're going to be like, people are going to be like, wait a second. I can get Call of Duty for free by just paying a subscription? What? And people are going to move over. But why we have the, why you have the hot mic, I want to pose this question I got to do something. I'll be back in five minutes, but I want to pose this question to you, C-Money, and then, of course, I want to get uh, uh, Umbra's take on this. Folks, this is this is literally verbatim what I wrote to the guys as topic number two, and I'm going to read it for you. Normally, you don't, you don't get a, a peek behind the curtains of the show notes, but it's pretty lengthy, and I, and, I, and, I, and I really want to put it out there exactly the way that I wrote it because what it ultimately does, gentlemen, is the fear you're starting to see with the gaming media. I'm talking about the IGNs. I'm talking about the Colin Moriarty. You hear what he had to say about uh, Nintendo, is, uh, about Microsoft wanting Nintendo. And again, no context, of course, on how disgusting Microsoft is. They just want everyone. Totally out of context, but it's fine. It's his opinion. We'll let him have it. Folks, check this out. Now, I'm, I'm going to paint the picture for you. And we're going we're gonna to discuss it because, like I said, the gaming media is afraid 
that Sony is going to be left behind, and this is why I think they will be. With Bethesda and Activision now first party, partner deals with Capcom, Sega, and Square Enix, and a cloud deal with Ubisoft that may bring exclusives slash Ubisoft Plus to Xbox Game Pass in the subscription with, with for no additional charge. There are a lot of reasons for Xbox gamers to be excited. Besides all of the amazing first-party games that we know are in development and we saw in June, right? Well, though there are a lot of reasons for PlayStation gamers and the gaming community or the gaming media to be concerned. Change is coming to the industry. What are your hot takes on this coming change? See, Monday, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop it for you, brother. All right, man. Yeah, so, I mean... Kind of, kind of where I was leading to, right? With, with just what I was saying of this conversation. I mean, we, we are in an impasse right now. Like this is a pivotal moment in Xbox's uh, future. You know, this is right now is where we're starting to really see the outlook of what Xbox has in store for us. Again, you take Activision out the picture, right? Forget, forget this, this merger that's happening. Just with what we have in front of us, it's already stacked. Like, it's already crazy the high caliber of gaming that was going to be coming our way as Xbox players and, more importantly, as Game Pass subscribers. Because, you know, those are not necessarily uh, what people have to put together. Like, you don't have to have an Xbox to have Game Pass, right? You can have the PC Game Pass. You can just have Ultimate be playing on the cloud. Right. So what is ultimately going to take place as these big games keep rolling into Game Pass on a consistent basis is it's going to become too big to ignore. Right. Like, remember, PlayStation was able to build this fan base that they have with, honestly, a handful of IP. Right. It's a handful of IP. There's not massive amounts of games that make up playstation's hardcore you know audience that they love right there's a handful of ip that they use that's why they follow the same formula over and over again with adding just little different flares because they're always trying to cater to that same gamer right but again that's just with a handful of ips xbox's game plan includes massive amounts of ip there's so many different ips that are going to be coming to to us in game pass so you're going to have all those hardcore games that we want as triple a experiences they will be there and we already see them we see them coming right we already know what's on the way so that's a like not even a thought process to have that's happening right dude that's already coming but the fact is that aside from just what we see as triple a experiences there's so many other experiences that are going to cast out a wider net that's going to make it make sense for people who are not necessarily hardcore, but still have that desire to be involved with Game Pass because there's so many other experiences that they can have. And that's the genius behind what Xbox is doing. Xbox is not just picking only one path. They know that the way to really push forward is to have everything available because those casuals, like I said, no matter what you feel or think about it, the numbers don't lie. I'm a numbers guy. I run everything through numbers. 
numbers do not lie. Your opinions don't matter. How you feel don't matter. The numbers tell you the truth. And the fact of the matter is, there's only a very small percentage of hardcore PlayStation fans. That's just the reality of what it is. It's the people you see out in the Twitter sphere that are obsessed with doing these review bombs and all that stuff. That, that's it. That's what they have. The they have the, the hoof hooligans, right? Yes, they yeah. make up, they make up the hardest of the hardcore, but those are the between them and you know, I mean, there's there's not hooligan versions of them too. They're, they're all hooved, but the other ones, you know, they're they're not necessarily hooligans, but they they're still a small number in comparison to how many people buy the console. It's just a fact, no matter what you feel about it. If if God of War sold 80 million copies, then I'll be like, yo, PlayStation got a fan base. They don't. They don't. They have. If what well, I I think Spider Man isn't Spider Man the highest sold one that they've had. Um, it is. I think but that's in the. But yeah, that, like Spider Man is Spider Man. So. Yeah, ex but that's exactly it, right? That's why I said before non Marvel because Spider Man doesn't count because that's going to get those casuals to buy it, right? But the non Spider Man situation, the non Marvel situation. God of War did what twenty? I think what the, the original was like twenty million. I know that this one is not at twenty. Um, so again, out of how many people own this console, they, they're not hardcore. Okay, they're not. They're the vast majority of them are going to be your casual market, and the casual market are the ones who can care less what the hell they're playing on. They just want to feel cool, right? So if everybody's talking about PlayStation. They want to hop on the PlayStation Pony and right away with their new console, right? Fine, right? But Xbox did the smartest thing that could be done this generation, and they implemented the ability to play Xbox games without having only an Xbox Series X, okay? So there's cheap ways to get involved. You got your Series S, you got a PC that already can run it, and you have cloud where you pay the fee and you're in, right? So they're going to be slowly chipping away, slowly chipping away at the casual market that PlayStation owns. And that's going to divert all of those people over to our side over time, over to Microsoft side and Xbox side over time, because they're going to keep seeing these more and more games going to Game Pass. There's the future that Xbox has in front of them is completely different than any situation they've ever been in before you know back when we were thinking this you know back and forth between playstation and xbox remember xbox came in after the playstation was already out had a fan base they jumped first they went to the xbox 360 let's keep let's make this clear they were spanking sony right they had the better product they had the better price they had the better games and the fans showed up we can't forget that Xbox has been in the lead position before. They ultimately, PlayStation called up at the end of that generation, but Xbox was already checked out of that generation, so they, they didn't care, right? They moved forward, and they were moving on to the next one with a lot of big plans that ultimately had gotten taken away. But we've seen the flip-flop before. Now, this obviously is two generations in a row that Sony has, right? But think about this. Now with Game Pass things change bro it's not about how many consoles are out there it's not i play a lot of my games on my pc with game pass on pc and when i do that i don't think of it like oh i'm playing pc i just feel like i'm playing my xbox 
on my PC because I'm having the same access to my games, same access to my achievements, same access to my saves. I mean, it's just it's just seamless, right? And you're going to be getting that market over to your side with the options available plus the the game pass onslaught that is coming right that we know to be happening imminently it's already yeah. going bro starfield this month forza coming they're doing third-party deals like this is this is the way bro this is the way forward and these places they can bitch and moan they can try to sabotage this as much as they want but again even to that point IGN has what? How many uh, subscribers on YouTube? What, 17 million? There's 120 million people who own a PlayStation. That means over 100 million people don't give a shit about what IGN has to say. Yeah. Right? So no matter what you do, you can't stop the machine from moving forward because you're only going to be talking to the people who were never going to leave no matter what. Right? Right. The, The PlayStation fan base or whatever it is, those... Those people are like the ones that are so hardcore, they're never going to leave, right? They're always going to be there. And they can keep hearing the same thing. That same echo chamber can still go for them, but that's not going to change the back end for Microsoft. That's not going to change the dollars that are going to roll in for Microsoft as more and more people realize that gaming is an expensive hobby. And instead of having to say, man, I can only buy three games this month, uh, this year, or six games this year, or whatever cap you have to put on yourself because you know these things are not cheap. You can have a buffet of yes. high quality content. High quality content. This is not like your your cheap crap buffet down the line. It's <laughs> like if you know Ruth Chris said, you know what, we're gonna instead of charging you per plate, you just pay to come in and you eat what you want. Yeah. Right. Like that's the experience we're getting. These are not second rate games, these are gonna be triple A high quality titles that we're gonna have in game pass and as that continues to happen every single month that that goes by and more games drop more games drop i think the catalyst of it all is going to be call of duty going in there because that's when the world is going to see it happen right now you have to choose to see it right right now you have to look and see what games are going in the game pass but once it's out there and the world says hey call it when when yo i can i can see it it's going to be splattered everywhere bro microsoft is going to have it everywhere play call of duty in game pass free yeah now whether that actually happens uh you know again this is you know we don't know right we don't know what the deal says and we don't know how quickly these things work but i'm still in the mindset see money that this deal is done in october of next week which is the first week of october i I think it is i think next week we get to it on the seventh the sixth is the last day for third-party input there's not going to be any so I would imagine yep. that on the 6th, the, the CMA is going to be like, yep, we approve it 100%. Do they sign the deal that day? Do they sign it on the 7th? We don't know, but they're going to sign it. There's already rumblings. I'm not sure if you listened to yesterday's show or if you've been keeping your ear to the floor. There are certain Call of Duty games that when you go to buy them, you are presented with a message that says, this game is a part of your service, meaning yep. Xbox Game Pass please continue to check out. And when you go to check out, it's $0. You can download this and play this forever as long as you're part of the service. So we're yep. already starting to see that. That happened with Black Ops 2, 
and uh, you know, ecstasies and a few other people reported on that. Um, and um, well, there you go. Um, but remember, I don't... we already know that they're doing this, right? They're already yes. operating yes, already as do. if this deal's over because they we have this happening, right? This is popping up, but then we also have the hiring. I, I you saw that uh, that post where they're yes. hiring for somebody to go work for the act for the Microsoft is hiring for someone to handle Activision stuff. Correct. Yes. Like which, which raised, tells me that it's all, speed, it it's all full speed ahead. That, that it's, yeah. it's, it's people are trying to tell us, no, no, boom, it's not official. Shut up. It is nope. official. That's, That's just your desire to yes. still cast as little. You want to hold on to the moments that you can to cast doubt. The moment's over, my man. Move on and just accept the new reality. This, this, this reminds me of that I gift point out that of Macho Man Randy Savage. You know, when he goes, you don't. Have you may to not like it, like it but you can accept it. it. Oh well, yeah, you may not like it, but accept it. But no, you know the thing about it though. Like I just what I picked up from what C Money was telling us is that Game Pass is the Ruth Chris of of gaming. Indeed, so it absolutely. is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You all absolutely mark that. Get this this buffet I, of of. of you heard it here. here. You yeah. heard it here first on Boom Show by C Money. <laughs> Quote that shit. Put it out there. Game now, Pass is the Ruth Chris. Got to get some gaming. shirts made. Ruth Chris of gaming and and, and hooved hooligans and hooved brothers for me. Yep, yep. And trade. We're gonna get that trademarked because for somebody take it from me. Oh my but, god, yep. that is hilarious. Yeah, like, oh my Jason B says if the deal goes through, I don't think it's stopping. It, uh, it's it's going. I, I think Jason. It, I just think Jason B is being facetious. I, don't, I think oh. he knows that the deal is done. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe he's laughing. Yeah, maybe he's like, he's being he's being silly. And uh, you know what? We yeah. love silliness here. You know what? I, I listen. Look, folks. Um, I want this to be completely clear. The deal doesn't get signed on the seventh, and all of a sudden Microsoft wins. That's not what we're at least that's not what I'm suggesting at all. You have to understand the Microsoft or the Xbox ship is massive and it does take a lot of work to turn the ship around. Now, the turning point, and I think everyone will agree here, um, is when Phil Spencer came out at E3 2018 announced the the, uh, the purchase of those five studios and the creation of, an, of a sixth in the initiative. That right there, folks, is the defining moment. And since then, all they've done is improve on the hardware, improve on the software, improve on the services, improve on the actual gaming service that's known as Xbox Live, They've improved everywhere. Everything that Phil Spencer said that he was going to do and move up the ranks as we've seen him do, he has done. Now, I'm like I said, Microsoft doesn't, they still have to show up, folks, right? And I think that we heard Phil Spencer, Umber, right before the launch of, of Starfield that we all had it in our hands. This was that defining moment. He believed it. Todd Howard believed it. Pete Hines believed it. Sarah Bond believed it, right? And now we believe it because they delivered a game that you have over 300 hours in. You are, if anyone knows anything about Umbra's play styles, when he says he's going to destroy a game, 
he destroys the game. He'll learn every nook and cranny about it because look what he did with Hi-Fi Rush. Perfect example of destroying a game. He's going to do that here. And he, obviously, this is just the tip of the spear. Now, if you want to just take a you know a, a small peek, Umbra, into the what I put down for this topic, just look at next year. Next year has Hellblade 2 to start the year. And I say that confidently because we talked about it yesterday. The whole team did a start-to-finish playthrough of Hellblade 2. Now, they didn't specifically say it, but the screen was blurred, so just do the math, folks, right? You don't have to be a, a detective, you know, Pikachu detective to figure that out. So if, if you if you bookend the year with Hellblade 2, avowed on the back end, Powerborn, which I think is going to be an, a raging multiplayer hit for Xbox. And now we start to say, well, what is that third game? Well, I mean, me personally, I think it's NXIL's game, uh, Clockwork Revolution, because that looks done. That looks really done. Now, I could be wrong, sure. But if that's the lineup for next year, what do you got from Sony, folks? Well, we don't have no idea because Sony ain't talking. As a matter of fact, we were told that Bungie took a look at what they were doing with The Last of Us uh, um, factions too, and they were like, "Nah, son, kill that noise because that's no good." And it's now, where is it? I, I don't know. Here. I don't know. I know. I know what we are getting from uh, from PlayStation. You're getting Final Fantasy VII Part Two, which looks dope, and I'm day one because that's not coming to Game Pass. So I got to buy it on a PlayStation, and now what? That's fine. But what else do you got, folks? We don't know because Sony ain't talking. This is this is Umbra. This is what I'm. This is the picture i was trying to paint about the industry as a whole being incredibly concerned about what is going to happen to sony let's get your hot take on the on the question that i posed i mean as far as things go with sony the problem with them for me and i'm pretty sure with uh Hoove brothers is that there is no specific outline for what to expect from them the only thing you know about right if we can say first party wise i don't credit final fantasy to them Sure, it's a deal they got in place, but I'm not crediting credit crediting them with that. I would say we have Wolverine, we have Spider Man, right? You got some other first party gases gas titles, but that's coming to Xbox too. A lot of them. So I, I think I know it was one. What was it? Concord, I think is one from them. Like yeah. Hell Divers. I'll give them that. Hell Divers two at least. You have the oh, one that's uh, the basically from Jade Raymond's new studio that looks like a mm -hmm. payday ripoff, unfortunately. Yep, I can't remember the name of it either. There's a lot of gas titles, which most are going to fail nine times out of ten. Uh, right. I, I think that, and it's just not, it's just typically not for their, their fan base. Their fan base typically, you know, as we know, prefer single-player games. Single-player sad dad, as they would say. I'll just call them single-player over-the-shoulder type. So, yeah, and Splendiferous mentioned Phantom Blade. Phantom Blade it was a Ponzi scheme, really. It's like two people working on that. And that gameplay we saw wasn't even gameplay. That was the actual, that was just them generating that on a, a PC or whatever and saying, oh, this is actual live gameplay. It was not live gameplay. It's actually a mobile game turned into a console game. And I'm mm -hmm. sure people know that. And you're right. There are like two people working on the game. He called it a Ponzi scheme. That is funny. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 not, like, it's not. It looked impressive as all hell. Man. It did. Yeah, like, right. what are you I was hyped me? I was for like, it. Oh, this looks amazing. Yeah, I was hyped I, for I it. I hope Sony like, wow, looks at that and like says, all right, let me, let's make that game. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, 
maybe scoop them up, give them a team, do something real, mm-hmm. and make that because I want to play that game. Like, I mean, it looks fire. dope. I mean, Sony would be better off just having, you know, what's, what's the name? Um, uh, Gorilla, uh, not Gorilla, uh, Sucker Punch. Yeah, so that off just have a sucker punch give us a ghost of Tsushima because I'm sure that'll turn out 10 times better, right? Part two of that. So, yeah, they, look they, at that. You know, they have how they did that and do that in there. Hell yeah, exactly. And aggressive think, as ghost of Tsushima, too. I'll absolutely. So, I think ghost of Tsushima is respect to I thought it should have won game of the year that year, versus personally, over the dude. Last it's funny you say that because I had this conversation with um, uh, quite a few people, quite a few Sony people. And that particular year, I think they got it wrong with the scores. They, they gave The Last of Us 2 a 92. And they gave, uh, I believe, uh, Ghost of Tsushima was like, what, like an 83 or something like that? Those scores should have been reversed. I'm sorry. Like, Last yeah. of Us 2 looked great. But that story was told in such a wackadoo way. I hate it. Did I, you finish I, the whole story? I finished it. I did. I went back in for, yeah. you know, for trophy Yo, cleanup. I like, and I was like, I, I loving Abby. Yo, I got so sold on everything, bro. I love that game. Dude, uh, I Abby, up Abby too, is my favorite. Yo, I started I, hating Ellie, bro. Yes. By the end. Yes. I started hating I, I that thought, bitch. I, I thought fucking... Abby's character was so well written and Yo, so well so uh, acted out. She she was my favorite character. And what they did to her by end of game, yeah. I was like. Made you feel bad for it. Wow. This made, is awful. Made yeah. you feel and bad she for changed. She was the only one who kind of. Like evolved, realized and, that yes, it's, yep. it's just had to be let go. Ellie, and however, like, became she uh, wouldn't let it solid. go. Dude. She became metal uh, solid snake out there because I was out. I there. know. I was no. taking people out like I, I was solidest uh, metals, solidest yep, yep, solidest yep. out there. I swear, I was taking uh, people out. By the time you get to that part, and she gets to the head of the hold of that that uh, what you call it, that mini uh, mini gun, the, the um, uh, I forgot the name of that thing, the uh, assault rifle. Boy, I was taking people out like I was Rambo with Ellie after yep. a point. Uh, but anyway, yep. just to say, uh, I think Sony, the problem with at least if you compare the two, I the problem, and I do that in hand parentheses, at least quotes, hair, air quotes, is that Microsoft has done a great job of outlining what we can expect. I mean, we have such a great outline of knowing what's to come. And then you look at Sony's side of things and it's like, come on. Do something right, and you got the little man poking the stick with the <laughs> poking and Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know what the, what's to expect over there outside of you know Mar- Spider Man and and Wolverine as far as first party. You got the gas titles, like I said, but I don't think most people most people are not excited about that. I I'm pretty sure not their community because yeah, they is used to yes. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, their exactly. people are not gonna, and that's where the issue comes into play, and mm-hmm. especially with. The, the leak, bro. We got an even bigger roadmap with Bethesda stuff coming out. Yeah, that's the I thing. Mean, you got so we much got everything, stuff. Bro, yeah, you got the from the remakes and remasters or whatever, if you will, of, of Fallout 3 and now of, of Oblivion. My One of my games on the Mount Rushmore for yep. me. Like, it's, it's tough, I think, to go against what Microsoft is presenting. And we actually had a space the other day. It was myself and Risk getting. We were just talking, just shooting the breeze. And because uh, he called out some people he wanted to come to this. Oh, yeah, I saw the replay of that. That was saw that. So that was a good yeah, discussion. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about what Microsoft brings to the table. Now, part of the point I, I mentioned is that uh, is that Microsoft has more money to to splurge to get things the way they need to get it to, right? So 
we know that the acquisitions are going to continue happening. I don't know if they're going to be going after somebody as big as ABK again, ever again. I don't think they can, but they going to, they're still going to go after other people, other developers to bring to the fold because they have to feed the monster that is yep. that, that is ruth chris <laughs> game pass <laughs> you're welcome for that so, so they have don't to keep... leave me out of the credits right you know Absolutely. what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. shout out shout out to c money so they have to keep feeding that machine and i i wonder if you're looking at that as a sony gamer uh i think i think jealousy would be a bit of it from sony fan fanboys if you, i don't think they want to admit to that and that's why they try to downplay Game Pass, right? So you get it, you're getting all these excellent games that's coming straight to the service versus what they have to have to pay versus what we have to pay. That's one. Two, you see they've raised prices over there on Sony side for the PS Plus. And then three, you don't really have an outline. I think Microsoft has set themselves up to be more future proof than Sony has at this point. That's the biggest takeaway I've, I've taken from whatever all the things we've seen. So I, I just feel like Microsoft is headed the right direction. Phil and team have done an excellent job. I, although people will be reluctant to give them their credit. I think they deserve all the praise. Uh, they made some steps here and there. You know what I mean? Redfall being one. But I think overall, they've done a great job. And I look at Sony's side of things, and I'm sure, you know, Naughty Dog is going to Naughty Dog. Insomniac yes, is going to Insomniac, so you're going to get great games from them. So I'm not saying this is a woe is me for them. They're going to just a handful, them. though. You know That's just, just a handful. handful. It's just a small That's thing. Sony's going to have to rely heavily, I think, on third party deals more so than Microsoft in this case, because now first party is starting the first party for for for, for Microsoft in this case is starting Absolutely. to come. As Boom will say, coming to fruition. Uh, yep. versus what I think Sony has at the moment. So I think it's, it's to be seen. But if I had to wager a bet, I would put all money on, on Microsoft at the at this moment. I think it's been a crazy turnaround for 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 us as, as fans of what we've been become accustomed to on this side of things, honestly. And I think we only have one way to go, and that's up. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I think I just I just feel real positive about Xbox's direction lately, honestly. Okay. So I mean, look at this year alone, what we got from Game Pass and what we still have coming. Crazy. Right, right now, Crazy. I, we got Lies of P. We got you got the Yakuza games coming to Game Pass. They announced games yeah. I can't even touch because I'm still playing Starfield. Absolutely. Like this is like it's just there's so many games that are there, and it's just it's not stopping. This is just the beginning. They're not saying we're gonna do only first party into Game Pass. They're still getting the games into game pass that are third party like and and not also i mean we obviously saw a lot recently of these like shutting down studios or laying off people um i think what's going to happen as well is you know right now the whole mentality of developers is like yo let's make our game for playstation because they're the biggest possible chance of success because they have the most players but I think what's happening is that people are realizing that even though they have that many players, it's a flaccid player base. They're not all out there buying games. So they're not out there supporting it. So even though there's such a big pool, they're not able to be successful. And we see that from Square. Yeah. We see that from Sega. True. Let's not forget Sega was in bed with PlayStation at a point and they pulled out yeah they now, pulled out 
They jumped into Before the bed with Microsoft now. They're Microsoft mistress now. And look, exactly. much to Everborn's delight, they're probably going to be one of the next targets for all we know. They will. Absolutely. Because there's no reason why they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. It's it's the perfect combination. They've they already said it. Microsoft is the one who who loves us more, right? Who likes us the best, <laughs> right? Treats us right. Right, like they're already talking, like they're talking to their mom about getting married. <laughs> they're like, listen, he he takes care of me. Okay, <laughs> he like, treat, that's he, talking to the board. Start, start talking like a like, old woman from a. Yeah. He treats me. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, for real though. But like they, that's already set up, so they've already kind of they've already seen that PlayStation doesn't have a fan base that's open to different, that's open to more. They want the same crap over and over again. And what's going to happen after you've seen all these studios that are shutting down or laying off people, you know, EA's letting, you know, what their, their wild heart shutting that game down because Embracer. it didn't hit. Well, yeah. Embracer doing yeah. the same thing. It's like, what's going to happen is Xbox is going to become more of the safe haven because of game pass. Mm-hmm. Because if you got a big title, now, what makes sense? Take the risk that maybe it finds an audience or take a bag from Microsoft and have that built-in audience that's ready to go and try out new things and have fun with your game, right? There's so many of these smaller studios that are putting their games day and date into Game Pass because they get the bag and it saves them. So if they, they the PlayStation fans don't show up, they're still good. And, yo, Xbox is like, they're so I, it sounds like you know you're kind of blowing them a little bit, but it's it's true. Like they're so like they are glazing. We call it glazing. The young folks oh, call blazing. It, I, I, glazing. I, like glazing them. Yeah, glazing them, glazing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're they're so fair, dude. Like they it's not like they're saying, listen, put your game in the game pass and you're not selling that shit anywhere else. Right. No, no. They, it, they it, say it, bring your game the, the exclusive C money is Game Pass. That's exactly. the exclusive. Yes. They don't want you to stop making money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. They want you to say so. They want to announce that your game's coming into our platform, Game Pass, day and date. That's I, all they want. I'll add. You're to still that getting too. your bag over there, bro. You're and still I'll, getting your yeah. bag at PlayStation all that other shit. I agree. You're not losing. And I'll add to that. See, like the thing is too, like, okay, Cavish, for instance, mentioned Genshin makes big money on PlayStation. Absolutely. However, that's not a PlayStation exclusive. Now, Sony's getting money from them. Don't get me wrong. But once Microsoft closes that gap and says, hey, we're going to start getting the games you all used to get exclusively, they made them de facto exclusives, like the Final Fantasy VII's remake. Yes. Like you already yep. see the 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 waves in the water, right? You already see they're improving that relationship with the new CEO yep. of, of, of like that's uh, already done, bro. Absolutely, that's so already it's, done. it's going to happen. We got Octopath Traveler 2 coming on yep. over now. Like it should have been there. Isn't it like three, three months exclusively? Well, for, on a PlayStation, I forgot. I don't know yeah. how, how long it's yeah, been. I think it's like I mean, three, three months only. Not that it's right? gonna not that it will be out in three months elsewhere, but after that three months, it's oh, you're talking about uh Final Fantasy Rebirth, you're talking about. Yeah, rebirth. Yes, yeah, Final yeah, Fantasy VII yeah. Part Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, yep. There is a, there is a three month, but we don't know. I mean, it makes sense that that three months that they're talking about that's listed there that was listed there is probably meant for PC. Uh, being that mm-hmm. they have Nixus, they're probably going to come around to getting it on PC quicker. Um, but PS Five players think- are going to have it exclusive for that three months. Now mm-hmm. we all thought that meant that it's coming to uh, Xbox. Final Fantasy VII finally coming to Xbox. 
I think that if they were going to announce it, it was probably going to be at the Tokyo Game Show. They did not announce that. So well, well, they to be fair, can't. You, got, you know can't. how Sony is. Yeah, they probably yeah, yeah they can't. Yeah. That's the that's the re- this is the thing. That three months, what that tells us is remember part of their exclusivity that like they're paying the company. They can't work on the other versions of the game mm-hmm. if it's coming only to PlayStation. So if the game's only on PlayStation and they got that marketing deal, they can't work on. They're not going to pay you to go work on the Xbox version of the game. Exactly. Or the PC yeah, no, it makes game. sense. Makes so that sense. three months, what that shows is that it's after three months, they're free to start mm-hmm. doing what they want to do. Make the Xbox version, make the PC version and do what they want. And then obviously, however that longs, that's what it would be. Remember, uh, Final Fantasy 16, if I'm not mistaken, had like a. Yeah. It's like a six month or something six like that. Months, I believe, yeah, yeah. So my and, thing and is the guy one. said that he don't expect the PC version in six months. It just mm-hmm. me like we want to put it on PC, yeah. but it's after that moment then we can right. do. Then they the can. Work so they don't know if they'd be ready, happen. but that yeah. And that's a, and the thing on that on top of that is, if we're having this discussion, the thing we've learned, especially with these leaked emails, is that the Xbox team have had their ears to the ground too. So they they're hearing what we're talking about, and yes, if we're saying this, you best believe they're like, hey, how can we get Final Fantasy on over here? You know what I mean to to the Xbox brand. They de- they're definitely having that conversation with the new CEO, and I think they've been working with working on Square better yet for the better part of a few years probably longer than that i mean phil showed up at their vegas event and things yeah, like Phil you know like that he's on yeah, it, yeah. right and then and they were holding hands for absolutely five minutes yeah, <laughs> awkwardly holding hands so they're trying to they're definitely trying to bridge that gap i i think that that's going to be the biggest issue for playstation is when microsoft uh makes more games parody uh parody yep. wise when they get the parody going that's yep. what is going to be a problem for Sony because Microsoft just has bigger pockets than they do. So not only are they going to have the same games you all would get, they'll probably get it into into Ruth Chris, uh, aka Game Pass, uh, and right. and and then they have their other first party games popping and landing too. It's a tough combination yeah. to go against right there. I and mean, that, that, I mean, there's also something to be games. added to the. Yeah, well, here's something else that no one seems to be mentioning. Um, we have learned in, in this whole court case that's gone over. Oh, 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 you know, 18 plus months that game development is hard. And I, I don't think we needed the courts to tell us that, but you know, Sony's particular brand of gaming is a very detailed, heavily developed type of game where they are now taking five to seven years where we see a disparity for Sony and the future of their box besides doubling down on gas games is the fact that if the next God of War that is not going to just be reusing assets has to be developed from the ground up. You know what? Let's take God of War off the table. Let's say the next Uncharted, because we don't know if there's going to be a next Uncharted. I I hope there is, but the next Uncharted is going to need to be made for the next generation PlayStation. If that, in fact, is the case, that game is going to be built from the ground up and it's going to take anywhere between five and seven years from start to finish. This is where Microsoft has the advantage here, folks. Once this deal is done, they're going to be in the owners of 35 named studios. Now, when I say that, I'm talking about you take Infinity Ward as a sole entity. But Infinity Ward has five studios all over the world. 
I'm talking about named studios, not counting what they have in their in their bullpen. Could be five studios, could be four studios, could be six studios, right? Like Blizzard. Blizzard is Blizzard, but there's Blizzard like is Blizzard, but Blizzard has Blizzards. a ton of, mm -hmm. of development studios of and houses. Yeah. So when you consider 35 plus name studios, not counting the studios of said developer around the world, they're going to be able to take their time with games. The, the, the Redfall situation is never going to happen again, folks. That is not going to happen. You, but you know what? I was talking to Everborn Saga this morning. You know what's a possibility? Asking a team like the Horizon Zero Dawn team to make a multiplayer version of Horizon Forbidden West and potentially seeing that collapse like a Redfall because they're a single-player develop, development house. Now you're asking them, well, you guys need to make this into a guest game. Does anyone in this chat, 600-plus people, think that they could make a multiplayer game out of Horizon? In what universe? But that's what they're doing because they told us that they're working on that game. Good luck, Charlie Brown. They're desperate, bro. They're desperate. Yes. They have these IP that are good, right? And they're trying to milk them for everything they're worth. Meanwhile, Xbox out here giving us shit funds of new IP. Right? Everybody's making some new stuff and then bringing back super old stuff. Not like the thing that they just came out with and doing it again. Like they have so many more uh, IPs that they're bringing to us, man. Let's not forget that based off of the leak from Bethesda, right? If you push everything back two years like Starfield was, Indiana Jones should be coming next year. Yeah, as well. Well, that's, uh, well, that's what it looks like. I mean, that that's that's the rumor, right? That's the rumor. But we don't look. We we I put it to this way. It looks like two two different platforms are moving in two different directions, and whether yep. PlayStation players and the gaming media want to admit that that Sony is on a decline. Now, I'm not saying that they're going out of business. I'm not saying they're going to be in third place oh. in 2024. But I am sorry to say, if you do not see that Sony has no answer to what Microsoft is doing, then you are not reading the room correctly. I am sorry. This is not console war rhetoric. This is uh, hashtag facts, folks. Microsoft, since June, has told us what they're doing. You know what we got in June from Sony? Garbage. You know what we got uh, a couple of weeks ago? More garbage. Because outside of Spider-Man, which is going to be fan-freaking-tastic, and Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, which, again, is going to be fantastic. You take away those two titles from that show, that shows a two, man, a three at best. Mm -hmm. Now, you add right. those titles, I give it a six because we know them already. We've seen it already. How many times have we seen Spider-Man? You don't got to sell me. I bought the digital deluxe version. I, you got my 90 bucks. It's not a problem. I got but, the 19 uh, inches of Venom coming, baby. Oh, <laughs> there you go. No. 19 inches of Venom. Oh, there no. you go. Pause. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man is my favorite comic character of all time. He is one of my favorite heroes. I'm a Marvel stan straight up. I will admit it. I mm -hmm. cannot wait for this. Insomniac Batman. is one of my favorite, is my favorite, second. favorite studios. Uh, Ted Price. Uh, which, by the way, actually just it just did an interview with Todd Howard, which I yeah, think is gonna good interview. Uh, is is, is probably gonna get him fired from his own studio because <laughs> people are gonna, you know, of course, you know, get the. I need to go look at that tweet. I want to see how they're responding to that. 
it's <laughs> probably not good. You I'm know, you have, what a sellout, Ted Price. You know, like Starfield. <laughs> Just stop it. Um, look, we do have one topic to get into, but before we get to that topic, folks, I do want to catch up on the super chats, and I apologize. I had to step away. I had to take a really, really important business call. Uh, everything is good, but I, I, I could not just let it go to voicemail. Uh, Mr. Nichols drops the first super chat of the day of $5 and says, we need to let gamers know Xbox is fine. Don't let them make Xbox games look like poor quality. The media is horrible. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. The media is scared. The media is eventually. And again, I, I know that Microsoft is not retaliatory. I know that, uh, that, you know, uh, they're still going to be making, you know, handshake, uh, you know, uh, you know, with the olive branch with IGN, uh, and and like a Dan Stapleton, who he should, he, they should never even answer that man's call. But that's who Microsoft is. That's who Xbox is. They're the good guys. They're gonna, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna turn the other cheek to the the, the ridiculousness that was uh, the Starfield review process on many of them. Um, if this was Sony, they would never get a phone call. They would be like, hey, we'll just go to go to voicemail. Or they would never get an interview. They would never get an exclusive. I'm Please sorry, leave that's... your message after the tone. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I kind of wish Microsoft right. would do that. Because if, you, if you're not going to be fair, I'm not asking you to be overly hyped on a game for Xbox and put it up and raise it to the rafters because it's an Xbox game. I simply want you to be fair. Nothing about what happened with Starfield was fair then and continues to be fair now. I agree. And that is a fact. That is an absolute fact. You know, but another it, another thing I've noticed, because I was talking to a few buddies, right? And it was tough for me to lower it from a 9 to the 8.5, right? And again, it took a lot for that to happen. Like 300 it's hours. Still it's still a 10 you. It's still, as far as it's officially 8.5. Exactly. If I had to be critical, yeah, for 300 be hours. critical 8.5. But if I had to say his experience, 10 out of 10, no question. So the thing I noticed is that, and I, I say this even as to, to Xbox fans, we are completely nitpicking critical when it comes to Xbox games versus what Sony gives you. I had people talking to me. I was in a party earlier. Uh, a buddy of mine was like, yeah, well, he's Australian, so I'm, I'm trying to do my Australian accent. He's like, yeah, but, yeah, but you had this. And he was just nitpicking away, and I'm listening to him. I'm like, Okay, but what about what the game gives you? Yeah, mm -hmm. but I wanted this thing. If they would have had this, all right, but what is, like, if I'm judging the game, I'm judging it off of what the game gives me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to judge it off. Man, I would have liked if they had done this thing. You can critically look at it and say that, but I'm not going to penalize the game because it doesn't do something I wish it would have done, right? But that, and that's the thing I noticed. We, like, okay, they were talking about the inventory system which keeps rearing his ugly head. Now, maybe it's because I'm a Bethesda fan and I know how it works with their encumbrance system and everything, but he didn't know, for instance, that you can... That's not Risk It, by the way, Jax. No, it wasn't him. Risk It loves the game. He gave it, I think, uh, a 9 or oh, 8.5 as well, but it wasn't him. Uh, but, for instance, they'll complain about the encumbrance. He didn't know, for instance, you can drop off your, your stuff out of your inventory into, let's say, a different distant planet inside of a, a structure. You could just drop your stuff off right there, leave, play thousands of hours later and come back and it'll still be on the floor. He didn't know that. He's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. I'm like, yeah, because he was whining about and I'm sorry to say this, but he was whining about I didn't uh, you, you can't you don't have inventory this. You got to do this. I'm like, man, you're lugging around thousands of pounds. You, you don't see it that way. 
but that's what you're doing. Well, yeah, but the inventory, I said, you notice you never complain when you play Resident Evil. You can carry but uh, but so many things on there before you stop. That's it. You're stuck. Yep. You go, yeah, that's it. You can't carry a bunch of rocket launchers and grenade launchers and all that. Four out of ten. Exactly. Why is it that when it's an Xbox game, suddenly it's super, you're super critical on things like that, but other games you don't even, it doesn't even cross your mind to complain about. That's the stuff I don't accept. You see what I mean? It's ultimately a double or, standard. Or, it's, it is it's, a double standard. It's the standard. most simplistic way of, of, of trying to break it down where it, it, it I, is a double standard. It and it's not just with us. No. It, that leads itself into media and everybody else. Xbox gets the most scrutiny out of anything when it comes to their games, to the platform and everything else compared to everything, everything. else. I, I've noticed it. I've paid attention to it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, and I think I'm not, I don't think I'm being unfair when I say that, that Xbox gets a lot of criticisms and, and, and nitpicks and, and scrutiny much more than they should. And, and I, I know Starfield is getting that Xbox tax. And I, I even, like I said, I hear it from, even from Xbox fans. So, I think people just need to be a little bit more fair going to your point, Mo. Well, I mean, I, I, I try I try to have that conversation with people, and they're like, no, boom, there's no such thing as the Xbox tax. I'm like, okay, you know, that's fine. This is where we agree to disagree because that there there is a tax. You know there how is, you there, know there's the Xbox tax? Because Xbox fans are the first person, the first people to fucking pay it. Like they're the first people to give Xbox the smoke. So unlike PlayStation, who only has to worry about xbox and other like xbox giving them smoke xbox fans are the first people to give xbox smoke then you have sony and everybody else who you know those fans who mm -hmm. pile on top of it right like let's be real like there's no xbox doesn't get breaks right like from anyone and that is a kind of jack like that kind of sucks you know what yeah. I'm saying? like even people who are like like sports teams right like even they won't necessarily disrespect their team in front of other team, like other people who like other teams, right? Like that's some shit that you normally keep behind when you're talking to just the fans, right? Like when you're talking to just your people in the back, like, oh man, they did this stupid thing or this thing sucks or whatever. But most of the time when they're out there repping their team, they rep their team hard, right? I feel like Xbox is the only brand out there who doesn't get that. They don't get that. If they do anything wrong, mm -hmm. anything wrong, it's not enough that PlayStation is going to rip them for it. It's not enough yeah. that the media is going to rip them for it because they're not going to get away with it. But on top of that, you have plenty of Xbox hardcore people who will keep, like, just lead the charge, bro. <laughs> like, sometimes, you know, we were talking about it on, on our show back, you know, I, I don't know, a few months ago. But it's like, like, the way we look at it for ourselves is like, you know, like your family stuff, you don't put out in the streets, right? Like you, you go and you deal with your stuff behind the scenes, right? But like in the front, everything, you have to keep that strong. And I feel like Xbox fans lack that basic kind of instinct to be like, all right, well, mm -hmm. even though Xbox did this little thing, right? Or did this thing that we don't like. Maybe we shouldn't run around treating it as if, you know, Xbox just murdered their mother. You know what I'm saying? And instead, <laughs> yeah. just realize that, okay, they did this thing. Let's tell them that we don't like it, but we don't have to have this big-ass gang bang of a, of a dog pile of, like, all right, 
PlayStation fans hop on, everybody else, the media hop on, and you know what? Us Xbox fans, let's jump in because we're just like them, right? I don't know, man. I feel like you got to kind of. No, I it's. Like it's have, I think everyone has really respect, knocked it out know? of the park. I think everyone has brought their A game today, considering that you know. Again, right, this is a rather smaller panel anyway. Normally, we have only four people. It used to be much larger, but now obviously, we. we I, I do like the three and four as because we really could drive the point home as both Umbra and C Money have done, as well as myself. I do want to move on to uh, a, a topic that is, that is uh, focused on a particular leak, and I and I want to talk about it because. I think it's relevant to a conversation of what my one of my biggest uh, pushes for Xbox to be better or do something different is when it comes to the licensed IP. Thanks. Right now, this is something that Phil Spencer is not a big fan of the licensed IP. He understands its value, but there's something about the way of the control of a game and its IP that is worrisome to him because of, uh, of back in the days they made some deals where you know things didn't work out and it was due to licensed ip right okay fine i i, I get the skittishness of it all but at some point you can't deny that licensed ip sell boxes licensed ip bring people to your platform a perfect example of that is hogwarts of this year it sold millions of PlayStation 5s because people thought it was an exclusive based on the astounding marketing that Sony is known for, okay? And I bring this up to you folks, and sorry if I'm long-winded because I kind of want to, you know, get to the actual topic. A good friend of this show, great friend of the community, Special Nick of the Xbox era. Of course, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all friends. A lot of us are friends with you know, within our, you know, uh, circles that we travel. I'm very good friends with Nick and John. And of course, uh, OBM, former member of Xbox era, as well as Jesse Norris, their, their major reviewer. But during the Xbox era podcast, and again, shout out to Idle Sloth, not the robot, the actual human being. He's been on a tear. He put out a tweet uh, uh, on the 24th. And I wanted to save this because I want to get the, the the pulse of the community. I want to get the pulse of the panel of what Disney IP you want this to be. And what I'm talking about is, according to Idle Sloth and according to the Xbox era, uh, era's uh, special Nick, um, Bethesda's leaked license IP is under the Disney banner. He doesn't know what Disney IP it is, only that it is a Disney IP. Now... There has been rumors for quite some time that there is a Mandalorian multiplayer game in uh in uh, sorry about that there's a multiplayer game in actual development. Um I I I would not mind an exclusive Mandalorian game. I would not mind uh, a a a story that can tell again is it is it the Mandalorian or is it the Mandalorian lore? Can you make your own Mandalorian and tell your story by go by doing bounties within the Star Wars um, universe. Is it going to be like Fallout seventy six or ESO? I I honestly don't know, but I'm very interested. And I'll start first with Umber here. Umber, when you hear this, 
what what jumps off the page for you? Do you want it to be the Mandalorian? Do you want it to be something Star Wars? Do you want maybe it to be actually a Marvel exclusive coming out of Bethesda? And we don't know what studio. I mean, it, it, is is it is it a particular studio or is it you know their online aspect? I, I I don't know, but it's a great question. What are your thoughts on it, man? You know, I if I had to pick, I think I'll, I'll you know I would always stick with Star Wars, but. I would not be against, you know, an X-Men type game or something yes. like that. I mean, depending on who. I think we talked about this way back. We said, what if they got this studio to get to make this game? It was some months back on the show. Uh, I think I said X-Men made by, who was it? Obsidian, I think it was, I said. Uh, I imagine getting Bethesda, but it won't be Bethesda. So let me, let me be more realistic. Let's say... I don't know. It software, it tech, it software, right? Maybe it's software. Maybe they could be making one. Maybe it could be that that Punisher game everybody keeps talking about Punisher all the time. But if I had to wager a guess, I think where there's smoke, there's fire. We already heard the rumors about, uh, you know, the um, ESO team, uh, Bethesda Online team making a Star Wars game, which was rumored to be the Mandalorian. I think continuously hearing that and then hearing this now from Nick, shout out to Nick, by the way, to me, it kind of points the finger directly to them creating a Mandalorian game. So maybe that is what it is, you know, and and it's so the lore for one of Star Wars. We already all of us already know it's ridiculously deep. It's great. And the Mandalorian has been a hit for Disney. Imagine having that in an ESO type setting where it's an MMO type setting and you can create your own Mandalorian and you could team up with other Mandalorians, uh, if you will, or they can go even further out and allow us to create Jedi, you know what I mean? Or, or Sith. Or Sith. And, you know, and you actually uh, come across each other in the world. There's so many ways to go with that. I, you know, I've never been a big, big fan of MMOs. I've never really been, never really been my thing. And I think to play those, you it takes a lot of dedication. It does. And time. Yeah. And yeah. that's the problem for me. And I say that with 300 hours in Starfield, but you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if I stick to that, it's going to be worse than 300 hours because I'm going to have to stick to that. And, you know, I got you get your factions, you get a part of a group. So that's the problem for me with MM, MMOs. It's like they're never ending pretty, pretty much. But I think it, would lend itself well uh at least uh the mandalorian would lend itself well to that setting absolutely i think it's made for it i mean especially because they can travel from planet to planet imagine you get a chance to get the slave one and you know you're flying around as mando doing your thing or you're creating your own character and doing your own thing and you come it's, across the mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah. so it's, it's a lot of ways to go with it but that one seems to be the most realistic because we've heard this rumor already now yeah. Nick is saying this almost as a wink, wink to me. If I had to put my money on it, I think that rumor was true. Yeah, that I agree. ESO team working on a Mandalorian. Does it have to be MMO if they're working on it? Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not doing another MMO. Maybe they already have their ESO game going. And well, you, you know, know what? See, my, let, let, let me pose this question to you. Because we're on the cusp of seeing what Bethesda proper did with Starfield. So we understand that they have the know-how, they have the tools, how to make traveling the star system work, right? We know how you can come up on other planets and find 
different things, right? We know they have all the blueprint is there. The question to you, C Money, is whether or not what IP would you want it to be? And I'll be back in a sec. Ooh, what IP would I want it to be? You want the Lion King MMO? Yo, can we yada? Can we yada? Can we yada? I gotta imagine, you know, when it comes to like, first of all, I don't necessarily think it's gonna be an MMO. I don't think they're. I don't think they're gonna do another MMO. Um, I think Star Wars already has or had an MMO. So retreading ground, I think, will just be more of the same, um, like just prettier, I guess. Um, I feel like Mando has a game being made somewhere, okay? Because Mandalorian was too big to not get like that. Cat man, the Mandalorian, the the main one, not just all the Mandalorians, but that main Mandalorian. It was too big for him not to get a game. So I think, honestly, I think it. I think it's probably a Mando game, um, and I don't think it's online. I think it will be a you know story based game. There was a rumor that Coalition was working on a Mandalorian game back in the day, right? So you know, a few years back we had that rumor, but this is on the list of Bethesda, which would have nothing to do with that. So. Yeah. I'm going to hope that Mando is being made by Coalition, so it wouldn't be this game. Um, mm. And if I'm if I'm thinking about what license game it should be, if not that, I mean, I feel like a well-done, well-executed X-Men game would be dope. But that makes me feel weird because Insomniac's making Wolverine. So are they not going to be able to use Wolverine in it, which would then be whack? Um, so I say go DC. Um, and man, you know what? But see, they, that back to I was going to say they have they to stick to Disney here, though. So they can't use DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a Disney IP. Yeah. Um, I and it feel was, like there's no Zenimax online, by the way. I was saying Bethesda online. Zenimax. Yeah, Zenimax. Yeah. I feel like Zenimax is going to break out of the online only situation. I feel, even though that's their name, I feel like, I feel like there's only so many online games that you're going to want to be running at the same time. Um, so I don't know how effective that would be. It would, it would probably be. Damn it! It's like Star Wars has already been done. I would feel. I, I don't know how I would feel about that if it were Star Wars and Mandalorian. Like the excitement would be to play as Mando. I would, I would not just want to be some dude and know that Mando's in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't feel like that would be necessarily exciting. Um, I'm trying to think of what, what what licenses outside of it can't be like a Disney, like a Disney Disney license, right? Like no, it, it it's be, it's like, going to be like a, like Star a Disney, Wars, like a, yeah. Yeah, it's one of their either a Star Wars or a Marvel. Um, yes. Oh, I don't know what I would want because I feel like what I would want would go away from, like I wouldn't want it online. 
Like I don't want an MMO. You know, so you want, you like, would I, basically would want a single player Spider Man esque. Yes, I would want Mandalorian single player. But I feel like Coalition was making that. Like I feel like that was one of their that that was a rumor for a while. Sure, that was a rumor. I'm still but, salty about that. By the way, that they game the game yeah, they was canceled. I know. I feel Mandal deserves a game. Him, not just a mm-hmm. world where you're one of the Mandalorians. I want to play. You want to play as, as that him. Mandalorian. I yeah. want to play as him. And give me that game. That's the game I would want. Mando. If 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 Coalition's making it though, I prefer Coalition to make it. But if it's not being made, then yeah, let's have this one be Mando. He deserves it, bro. Before season three, at least. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he deserved it. I put it to this season. way: this the, the the one. I mean, I, it was very interesting that we only got Bethesda leaks out of this out of, out of everything. We didn't get anything from you know Xbox Game Studios, which is. I mean, which is great, but we knew a lot of stuff that they're working on. We don't know the secret stuff. You know, we didn't know about Doom, you know, Doom Year One. I mean, yep. you know, year, is that a remake zero, right? of the original? Uh, there, yeah, yeah, Year Zero. Uh, I don't know. I, it, it's, I'll put it to this way. Me personally, I would love the idea that Microsoft could have a Star Wars game that is exclusive. Now, I'm not an MMO guy, so it's probably going to roll off my back. Um, like duck, like water on a duck. I, I I don't care for MMOs. I don't like. I mean, Fallout seventy six is great now. A lot of people are enjoying it. ESO, you can play it single player, but I I really want like an Elder Scrolls game for a single player person. I nice. I don't like the MMO aspect of it. So I, I'm with C Money on that. But look, at the end of the day, I think that there's something to be said about having a game that has zeitgeist appeal like Star Wars, like Marvel, and somehow having that in your service along with all already the amazing first-party stuff that you have. See, that's that's what Microsoft ultimately is building, folks, and they're still building, is layer upon layer upon layer of just one game after another after another. And like I, I, I Nintendo, don't worry about them. They're going to walk to their own beat. They have a new console coming next year. They're going to be fine. Sony, on the other hand, I, I think Sony's in a bit of a tailspin. I'm not saying that they're going out of business, folks, but come on. We don't know their future. And if and if they're not telling, maybe because they don't know. That's that that's the best, that's the best I got for you. They thought I mean, they that, knew, and then Bungie stopped them from knowing. Well, <laughs> what happened? Was like, that's I mean, gonna I, not come For out. first party, can anyone here? And we still have 600 people here. Can anyone after Spider-Man 2 on the 20th? Can anyone tell us what they're doing? At a first party. At a first no. party. Does anyone does anyone actually know what they're doing? Can you can you we know can Wolverine, you but we out? don't know when? So look. Yeah. The only thing we know is, is Spider-Man, Wolverine, and those gas titles. That's it. That's it. And Wolverine is probably holiday 2025. So if that in fact is the case, mm-hmm. 2024 is going to be barren just like this year. We'll see. Look, let me think catch about up this in 2025 chats. real quick. Think yeah, about sure, sure. this in 2025. They'll be bringing out Wolverine. Meanwhile, we'll have what Fable, Fable be Midnight, whatever, uh, whether wow. it's Doom or whatever game that Bethesda's been working on that's going to be coming out that year. Like, there's going to be so many games coming out for Xbox, and the likelihood is that that year it'll be Wolverine at the end of the year, and maybe one other game in the beginning of the year. And 
that's it. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's looking pretty spooky. Well. It's looking spooky for uh, for for PlayStation and what their what 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 their gamers are normally used to. They're u- usually used to a cadence of two to three quote unquote bangers that are exactly what we thought they were. Their first party over the shoulder story driven games, which I really do like. That's why I own a PlayStation. But that, I don't think we're I don't think we're getting that. I think you're going to get a one game a year, and the rest is going to be gas games. And they're going to throw as much as they can on the wall, and hopefully something sticks. And what was honestly, I feel like they, I, I honestly feel like there is a future where we can see bo- Sony getting bought out by one of the big dogs. Like and an the reason I say that, yeah, what I, what I feel the reason I say that is because listen, your brand only gets you so far before the dollars start to make an impact. And l- let's just be clear Matt Booty was not lying. He was not speaking out of pocket. He was being 100% factual when he said, let's spend them out of business, right? <laughs> spend them shark, out man. of business. You shark. cannot compete. If they go ahead and start absorbing, absorbing the industry from all of these smaller studios that, you know, uh, uh, what's the game that we're getting? Stalker 2. This very easily seen that after that game drops they buy them with all the turmoil that they went through easy purchase. i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised if that studio gets acquired at all yeah at, absolutely and at all i just feel like microsoft has so much money that they can do what they want and at some point or another there's going to be so much that's coming out that you can't ignore them and you're going to have to own an Xbox or a PC or be on cloud. You're going to have to be the real answer is you're going to have to be on Game Pass in one form or, or another mm-hmm. to really take advantage of it. And if you're a gamer and not just a fanboy, you will come, right? Like they said, if you build it, they will come. Xbox is building it. The only way PlayStation can truly compete for the long term there's nothing that Sony could do that's going to take them from eighty billion to a trillion dollars. There's nothing, nothing. Sony has yeah. chance of doing that. So the only thing they could do is get in bed with a big boy, and that is either going to be somebody like an Amazon or somebody like an Apple who can go ahead and you know throw down. And they're both people who are in gaming in one form or another. So it's not yep. so far fetched of an idea. Um, I just think that's the only way Sony actually survives you know when i first heard king david say that there's not gonna be a playstation 6 you know when i first initially heard it i was like man that's that's pretty bold right i I don't really see that happening um but not that i don't think there'll be a playstation 6 but at some point the dollars are gonna have to make sense and you know it's cool that they make billions of dollars but again they're going up against trillions of dollars trillions No, it, it, it's, it's listen. It's it's. I put it this way: great time to jump into Xbox gaming. Uh, you're gonna get your value proposition. The 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 pound to pound dollar uh, that you're getting for what you're spending versus what you're spending on Sony. I'm sorry, it's it's, it's just leaps and bounds better uh, when you come right. and it's and and you're not getting you're not getting dollar store quality games. It, look at what happened from the 31st of August to right now. The amount of games in Xbox Game Pass that are day and date, every one of them are quality. Depending on and, and and what's the best part of it is that it goes from um like the Sea of Stars, which is a bit RPG, 
to a monster RPG like Starfield, and in the mix you get Eliza P and you get a Party Animals. All genres and covered. And a there Forza. You go. And a, so and a Forza. Genres, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, on, let, me, let me catch up on these Super Chats and we'll get everyone out of here. Thank you so much. We had over 630 people here today, which is freaking awesome. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a very generous $20 Super Chat and says... I was talking to Ham Solo and K Mega last night, and I asked who they think Xbox gets. They say no, no, no to Sega, maybe WB and Valve as the last purchase. K Mega thinks that they will get Koi uh, Tem- uh, Tecmo and a small studio. I mean, it's possible that, that Microsoft is talking to everybody. Um, Jimbo Jack by Discovery, good- Discovery, WB Discovery, the whole thing. I so wouldn't want to. I, I wouldn't want the TV ICs, aspect. Maybe. I I I just say get well, they WB. Could them, they, could, they could break them off and they let could. them go. But yeah. But remember, PlayStation's in the in the game, right? So why not have Microsoft have a studio? Sony has Sony Pictures. See, but that's the thing. I don't know if they want to get involved in that. You know what I'm saying? I think I think you're onto something. That be they get those licenses show. though. Yeah. Right. He's they would get the licenses. Potter. Yeah, it would, it would it would be a big deal. It definitely would big be, be a big deal. Jimbo Jangles drops a five dollar super chat and says, "Happy belated B Day, boom! Thank you, brother. Super appreciate that." He says, "Got something on the way for you, brother." Ah, dude, you didn't have to. That's very kind of you. He says, "Hope it it's at least a seven out of ten, and that you won't re- want a refund." <laughs> oh my god, the slander, yeah. brother! You've been so generous. He's actually the one that made the GI Joe controller for me. And the Thundercats controller from Mrs. Boom. His talent is Thunder- just limitless. Thundercats. Ho! Yeah. One of my favorite, uh, jo- Josie's favorite, uh, uh, you know, like cartoons from the 80s. Uh, uh, Gamer by Choice drops a very generous $5 super chat and says Microsoft sees success in owning well known IP to increase engagement versus Sony trying to sell consoles to have people engage in their ecosystem. Very true. Uh, Jimbo Jangles drops a, uh, an additional $5 super chat and says, pretty soon, these OF girls are going to be posting me or the game or, or me or the game pass. Uh, that is hilarious. Kill Lantis has become a new channel member. Brother, thank you so much for joining the channel. We appreciate that. Gamer by Choice, who's been a channel member for 48 months. Brother, that is crazy. Thank you for the crazy support. He says Microsoft can put games in Game Pass cheaper than PlayStation can put games in PlayStation Plus. PS console success actually hurts them uh, with their service as uh, service as games would cost more to put into the service. That is why Sony does not like Game Pass. That's right. They call it value destructive. Uh, Sensei uh matrix drops a very generous two dollar super chat welcome to the channel sensei and uh definitely appreciate you being a part of today's show and of course thank you for the generosity and last in no way least game shark drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says over criticism equals why gaz gets called a pony bot i mean he's 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 the septic sauce king uh listen maybe that comedy isn't for you it's for a lot of people, and he knows how to he he knows how to press the buttons just right. Uh, I love Gaz. Uh, listen, let's get everyone out of here. We'll start first with Infinite Umber, brother. You have a show coming up this Thursday. Obviously, you are on a show Friday evening. Talk about it. Where can people check you out twice a week outside of the Xbox Factor podcast? Where can people subscribe to the Fix and more importantly, reach out to you on social media? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good discussion here, fellas. I mean, you know, you can find me on Twitter, X, or whatever the hell they want to call that thing now. 
uh, Infinite Umber or Umber Infinite. You'll find me either way. You had a discussion earlier in the chat from uh, a Nate dog. All love to Nate. However, Nate was holding me to some, I guess, sainthood or something like, oh, you said this to this guy on Twitter. Yes, I am vicious on Twitter. I'm going to let you know. If you talk about my mother, which this person did, you best believe I'm about to give you that smoke. I'm not Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, I got to uphold this because I'm on a podcast and present myself as nice goody two shoes. First of all, nope. if anyone talks about your mom, I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, I trashed the guy. school? I trashed the guy. I talked about his mother back. That's I, the, that's I, <laughs> I give as good as I get. I talked about his yeah. mother back and muted him and kept moving. So Nate saw that and was like, oh, you said that. I'm like, what you going to tell on me? You gonna snitch on me to the chat? That's what you gonna do? Snitch, snitch. Oh shit! Snitches get stitches. You gotta no. watch Empire. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I do understand where he's coming from. However, I'm gonna tell you, I don't uphold that at all. If you come at me crazy and sideways, I am gonna come at you crazy and sideways too. I am not that guy for that. I'm sorry. I, maybe I'm not mature enough. I don't know. Uh, I, I just think that if my God, what are we doing? Like mm-hmm. what? What? what I, I am not surprised, but incredibly disappointed with human behavior because, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, outside of that, of course, uh, you guys have, can find me on Thursdays on The Fix at 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh, usually myself and Daniel McGee, we have a rotating uh, crew of guests to come through. I often mm-hmm. see money who's become like a third member almost. Uh, but yeah, and of course, on Fridays, the Xbox Infinite podcast, myself, Risk It for the Biscuit, Jedi Knight Peter, and our newest member, that blue number, Holly. So you guys come by and uh, check us out. I'll put a link in the chat in a second. And uh, we appreciate you guys for subscribing and coming through and supporting us if you do to do so, if you can do so, because we are busy on Thursdays. There's so many other podcasts on at that time. So I get it, you know, but uh. Yeah, if you guys are free and you want to hear us and hear a little bit of a change or something like that, come by and give us a listen. Well, we love what you do. And even though it's crowded, listen, if they don't want, I mean, obviously live views are great, but people still can check you out. And they, they should add you and uh, Daniel's uh, uh, show to their weekly podcasting listening uh, because you guys bring it every week. You bring great topics and uh, it's not always gaming. And there's a lot going on with the movie business. The strike is pretty much over, at least mostly. Uh, they have to, they're looking at the legalese aspect of the of the contract to make sure that the uh, writers uh, get what they're, they're just due. And uh, we'll be back to it. So there's a lot, lot to get into, Umbra. Thanks so much for joining us here today. And, of course, giving us your hot take last, and no way least here, C-Money. Obviously, folks, if you don't know who C-Money is, you should take the time to find out because he runs a podcast with uh, Doodle, who is in the chat. Uh, and of course, they have a very unique way of doing podcasting because they do it as a family, folks. That's right. Not only do they sit down uh, you know, uh, with just them and they break down different topics, but they sit down with their son, their daughter, and they have a bunch of shows. And as a matter of fact, they added a new one recently that I happen to be the first guest for him, her, and the guest. And obviously followed me up, but with King David, these are two episodes you do not want to miss. And they are a bit different. Yeah, sure, they're about gaming, but of course, they do cover, you know, things that you may or may not know about said podcaster. And that's what I loved about the interview. Sell your brand, see money, talk about it. Where can people subscribe, help you and the missus and the family get to 13K? And more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media? Well, first of all, Boom. Thanks again. Love being on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, Umbra, 
But man, so dope to talk to you again. Uh, I do, I do enjoy those Thursday evening chats we have sometimes. So <laughs> I appreciate you when you have me on there too. Um, so yeah, guys. So right on my screen, you can see my name is C Money Forever. That's how you can follow me on Twitter. Um, my wife Doodle, she's Doodle to be free. So definitely follow us there. Uh, we have our channel. It's called On Point for Gamers. Um, and right now we currently have four shows that we do um, a week. Um, so today is Tuesday. Today's the big day for us. Today is our guest show day uh, with her, him, and a, and a guest. So tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time, I would love for all of you to come out and show some love to our guest this week, which is none other than Colt Eastwood um, of the XNC podcast. He's a uh, great guest he's a dope dude. guy. Yeah, yeah Colt's a good dude. Guy. Really good dude. Yeah. Yeah, very excited for this. So uh definitely come by, come hang out. Um, it's gonna be a gonna be a great time. Uh, we also have our show on Friday nights, which is called On Point Anime and Beyond. Um, it's a show that focuses on you know entertainment outside of gaming, right? Whether it's anime, TV shows, movies, whatever. Um, it used to be all part of our one show, but our show kept being like seven hours and change. So we took it out, okay, <laughs> and we made it its own show. And we said, you know what? We're going to probably get two hours, maybe two and a half. Well, last Friday show was almost six hours. And then when you're having our fun, Saturday, dude, sometimes the time doesn't we, matter, we, brother. That's just what it's yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, we are. We try, I'm trying like to condense it, but it's like, yo, we just, we just go and we have fun and we laugh. And the chat is always wild and crazy. So we have a good time. So um, that's our Friday night show. Um, Saturday is our gaming show. All right. It's called On Point, the gaming newscast. That's at 3 p.m. Eastern time. That's where we dive deep onto the week's news. And, you know, that's the one that it's me, Doodle, and our son, Madman. Um, and we just have a good time, you know, having breaking down of what happened on the week. It's a, it's a fun time. So definitely come check that out. Um, and then one of our newer shows that we started is our Monday morning show, which is called Morning Quest. Um, and that's a show with me and Doodle. Um, and we typically, you know, it's just basically start the week off, right? Started fun, started with talking some gaming. A lot of it is either some overflow from the weekend that we didn't quite, you know, have a chance to talk about or just whatever topic we want to is very chat heavy, like very focused on chat and stuff. We have a really good time. So guys, yeah, I would definitely love for you guys to come check out the channel. Um, as boom mentioned, we're on the road for 11 K um you know it's right there we can see it we can almost taste it so <laughs> definitely come by if you're not subscribed come check us out and subscribe we appreciate you oh we appreciate you being a part of this show each and every week uh and obviously um you know look i think that we were all very fair i think that we didn't go out of our way to put sony on blast but i think we presented a very very compelling case if you will about Sony not having a direction. The 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 old Sony, the Sean Laden Sony, folks, I'm sorry to tell you, is gone. Sony got rid of him for Jim Ryan. The Jim Ryan era of PlayStation is not what you want. I am telling you it is not. And he's going to go out of his way to make sure that gas games, he said it in the interview that everyone is talking about. He wants to uh, double down on microtransactions and games as a service. 
That's not what PlayStation players are expecting, nor do they want. They want to buy a game like a Spider-Man, play through it, have an amazing time, play, have numerous playthroughs through it, and then when they're done, move on to the next banger. That's not what's happening with Sony. And unfortunately, Jim Ryan told you years ago that you're not enough because, again, when you consider the number of PlayStation 5s versus some, uh, a first-party game selling or not selling, it, did, did just, it just does not make dollars and cents. Ratchet and Clank, the new one, should have been minimum five, 5 million players. They barely broke two. Wow. Why? That game is incredible. It's like playing a Pixar game. How come the PlayStation players aren't turning out in droves for these games? Probably because that's the 17th Ratchet and Clank in I the mean, series. It's, I mean, and it's funny because those same people are the ones that say that Xbox's problem is Forza, Gears, and, and Halo. You're well, right. that, that's changed. Ain't that's that changed. Ain't that something? The yeah. same people who will say that have no problem supporting a ratchet. The seventeenth, and I'm not seventeenth ratchet and clank. The the, the the ninth God of War. Mm-hmm. You know, Uncharted, whatever. We can go. We can spend another two hours on this, folks. Right. I just want to say a big thank you for everyone that tuned in. Again, we dropped facts here. I know we have someone in the chat that doesn't seem to think. It doesn't seem to agree. That's okay. That's perfectly okay. You're welcome here to hang out. Put your feet up, you know, grab a Dr. Pepper because I don't drink and chill. That's perfectly fine. Have we don't all have to agree. Pepper. Or if you're in right. Florida, right. Mr. Pibbs, because that's what it is, in, that's what it is in, in, in there. But listen, thank you so much for all the Super Chats. Thank you so much for all the incredible birthday wishes yesterday. That's right. Yesterday I turned 53, but I'm retired. So, you know, it's great. It, it, it's perfectly fine. I don't mind getting a little older. Uh, I'm going to keep continue to do this because I love gaming. I love podcasting. I love hanging out with you, uh, you know, guys and gals, regardless of what flag you fly does not matter. You're always welcome here to hang out and enjoy talking about video games. And when Microsoft gets to, you know, we need to talk to the slander of Microsoft, we will give it to them, but we do it in a fair manner. Of course, I'm going to ask that you hit the like button. Please consider subscribing. We are on the hunt for 14K. And of course, more than anything, I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others. how You want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you, you're going to have. An awesome day, so take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.